You're listening to the Spectrum Tuition Podcast, Episode 9, How Understanding Your Child's Strongest Intelligence Can Make Them Into a More Effective Learner. Hello and welcome to the Spectrum Tuition Podcast, where we give you practical advice on how to navigate the Victorian education system and help your child take their skills to the next level. And now, here's your host, Twee Fam. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Spectrum Tuition Podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who has tuned into these episodes so far, for subscribing, and especially for those who have taken the time to leave a review for us. I read all of them, and it really, really helps people to find us so we can help more parents who might be a little bit confused about what to do to navigate through the minefield, which is the Australian education system. At the start of each episode, I'm going to now read out a review that someone has left either on Apple Podcasts or via Google Reviews, so I can use my position on this platform to thank them publicly for their amazing support of what we do at Spectrum Tuition. I've always said that it's by listening to and acting on feedback from our parents, students and tutors over the 18 years that we've been in operation that we've been able to assist the thousands of students who have attended classes at Spectrum over the years and I'm forever grateful for all the support I've personally received. For this episode, I'm going to read out a review left on Apple Podcasts from Sue Musket, who says, Helpful listening. Good to listen to advice from an expert. Also had some great clips on YouTube for further information. Thank you so much, Sue, for leaving such a helpful review and for reminding everyone that, yes, we do have a YouTube channel found at www youtube.com forward slash spectrum tuition and this link will also be added to our show notes. If you do like our podcast episodes or if you're a current student and you're enjoying the classes, I would really, really appreciate it if you took some time to leave a review to let others know about your experience and also just to give me some very welcome feedback and encouragement. Links can be found in the show notes. Now on to this week's episode. Now if you go to any sports field you may find that there will be students who appear to be natural athletes and others who struggle to catch and throw a ball. If you visit any classroom anywhere in the world, you'll find that there are some students who might immediately engage with the material in class and there will be students who will struggle. And we've all seen those child prodigies who can pick up a musical instrument and play effortlessly like a professional, whereas there are others who struggle to carry a tune. All students, and all people for that matter, are different. And we all have our different strengths and weaknesses. So why is it that we expect our students to learn in the same way or in the way that we were taught when we were children? Often, when students struggle with new concepts, the problem lies not with their ability to learn, but with the style in which the material is being taught. Every child has a different style that works best for them. And figuring out what kind of learner your child is will put you at a great advantage when it comes to helping with their education. While most students blame themselves for their inability to learn, the focus instead should be, how can I adapt this concept to fit my preferred learning style? Most concepts are delivered linguistically and verbally through reading, writing, speaking and listening. But in fact, there are seven different learning styles. Musical, visual, linguistic or verbal, logical, mathematical, kinesthetic social and reflective, which is also known as intrapersonal. To demonstrate each learning style, I'll outline strategies relating to multiplication tables. Multiplication tables are an area where many, many students struggle. 
It's also the gateway to learning many new concepts like algebra, fractions, division, etc. If your child is struggling with their times tables, here are some different approaches based on the seven different learning styles. For musical learners, musical learners respond well to sounds, melodies, and rhythms. The things that they remember and appreciate the most are those things that they can chant, sing, or put into a rhythm. So often a lot of lower primary classes will learn concepts through musical techniques. Musical learners can learn their times tables through rhymes, songs, and patterns. We'll link to some popular multiplication songs via our show notes found at www.spectrumtuition.com forward slash episode dash nine. Now on to visual learners. Visual learners prefer to see what they are learning. They respond extremely well to pictures, diagrams, color codes, and mind maps. Often they have trouble organizing their ideas unless they can sketch them out on a page. Visual learners can learn their times tables by drawing diagrams or through colored posters or flashcards that correspond to a different times table. Verbal learners. Verbal learners love language. They respond well to written or spoken explanations and work best when they can put their ideas into words. So if your child loves speaking, loves performing, they're most likely a verbal learner. Verbal learners can learn their times tables simply through writing their times tables out multiple times, reciting them aloud, or by recording themselves on a voice recorder with a gap where the answer is before revealing the answer so when you replay the recording, the aim is to beat that answer. For logical and mathematical learners, logical learners prefer clear, consistent rules. They don't like ambiguity or uncertainty, but prefer to know the exact steps that they have to follow to solve a particular problem. Logical or mathematical learners can learn their times tables by working out answers through reference times tables. So for example, if they don't know what 5 times 9 is, but they know what 5 times 10 is, they can simply subtract 5 from 50 to know the answer to 5 times 9, which we know is 45. Kinesthetic learners. Kinesthetic learners are physical people. They feel most confident when they're moving or engaging in physical activity. Whilst most people associate learning with sitting still and reading a book, kinesthetic learners like to get up and prefer a hands-on approach. If your child is good at a physical sport or you've ever wondered why your child just can't sit still while they're learning, they are most likely a kinesthetic learner and teaching methods should be adapted to suit your child's preferred learning style. Kinesthetic learners can learn their times tables by competing in times table races and through coloured flashcards where the sum is written on one side and the answer is written on the reverse. Your child should flip the cards as they work their way through them. Social learners. Social learners are those people who like to talk things out with another person. They love sharing their ideas and coming to conclusions through discussions, debates and questions. Social learners don't enjoy having to learn alone and always need someone to be beside them. So if your child is like this and they always need you to be there right next to them while they're learning, they're most likely a social learner. So it's really, really important for you to see if you can discuss ideas with them before they put their ideas down on paper. Social learners could learn their times tables through competitions with peers or by working through flashcards with a friend. Reflective learners. Reflective learners are the opposite of social learners. They prefer to get inside their own head and have the time and space 
to reflect upon information by themselves. Reflective learners could learn their times tables by doing lots and lots of drill sheets independently and improving upon their score each time. Do you recognize yourself or your child in any of these descriptions? It's important to note that none of these learning styles exist independently. Though your child might be more or less inclined to one or more of the styles above, very few children learn in just the one way. The important thing is to expose your child to as many different ways of learning about the world as possible and engage them on as many levels as you can so they have the chance to show their strengths. We've linked to a very, very simple multiple intelligences test in our show notes so you can find out just really roughly what your strongest intelligence is and what your child's strongest intelligence is. You can also download a grid which outlines different study strategies based on your strongest intelligence so you can work smarter, not harder, and help your child do the same. While this episode mainly discusses how we apply multiple intelligences to times tables, at Spectrum Tuition, we recognize that we have a lot of different types of students and a lot of different types of learners who attend classes each week, and we adapt our classes and have a mix of different activities to engage and cater to different students who attend our centers. We aim to develop the different intelligences in each student. We do this by starting each class with a quiz based on the previous week's work to cater to reflective learners. We correct and discuss the answers to the quiz as a class which caters to our social learners. Once this is complete, we move on to our introductory or engagement activity, which depending on the activity may cater to our kinesthetic, visual, musical, logical and verbal learners. This will then lead to the next section where we build on the knowledge from the introductory section and outline the theory and preliminary techniques that may be used to apply the concept which will cater to our linguistic and logical learners. Once the knowledge has been built up, we apply it to worked examples, which tutors will explain on the board. Often, we have students move to the floor to explain the concept, which will appeal to kinesthetic, visual, linguistic, logical and social learners. This is followed by what we call a have a go question, which is a question that's very, very similar to the question that had just been taught to students on the board, but this time they have to complete it independently to demonstrate that they've understood what's just been taught on the board. Once this question has been ticked off, students will then be given the time to complete additional practice questions to reinforce the skill that had just been taught. This will cater to our reflective learners. Students may learn at different paces, so those who have not been able to demonstrate their understanding of the concept through the have a go question will be grouped separately and the tutor will reteach the concept until the student is confident to complete the practice questions independently. Our classes are also very logically sequenced, where one activity builds on from concepts taught from the previous activity. For an explanation on how our course books work and also to download a free sample, please visit www.spectrumtuition.com forward slash our dash course dash books. A link will be included in the show notes. As you can see, there are multiple ways to learn the same concept. And if we recognize and build activities for students to develop these different intelligences into our classes, then we can reduce frustrations that often come when students are forced to learn in a way that does not cater to their strongest intelligence. By introducing different activities, we aim to help them become more well-rounded and resilient learners. 
To book in for your free assessment at any of our centres, please visit www.spectrumtuition.com. We'll test your child over multiple levels to pinpoint their exact level and sit down with you to explain where your child's strengths and weaknesses are and develop a clear plan on how we can address those weaknesses by tailoring a program to suit your child's individual needs. If you find these podcast episodes helpful, please make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, it would be amazing if you could leave a review and who knows, I might read it out on a future podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Spectrum Tuition Podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen and I'll see you in the next episode where I'll go through how to choose a school for your child. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Spectrum Tuition Podcast, the only podcast for parents who want to help their children take their skills to the next level. If you love this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated and will help other parents like yourself learn more about the Victorian education system. If you're ready to take your child's skills to the next level, book a free assessment today at www.spectrumtuition.com. See you on the next episode.